Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst. The trailer looking at Billy Bones. A Paolo Gigano. West Ham Is it stopped? I haven't got the uh, the music. <laughs> good afternoon. Good morning or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. My name is George. I'm here with John. Hello, John. Hello, George. Welcome back. It's been a while. It has. It's been a long summer. What have you, what have you been up to? I've uh, been on holiday, done a few bits at home, visited a few people, had a few things going on. Very so, yeah. nice. Very Good nice. Times. I'm times. here with Shedman. Hello, Nigel. I'm in my shed. Have you finished your shed yet? Oh, you didn't ask. Uh, no, I wasn't very well <laughs> yeah, at the I'm weekend. In my shed. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't ask me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> What's going uh, on with the shed then, Nigel? Fill well, me in because I haven't seen it. Yeah, the new sheds, sort of, the walls are put up, the roof's up, but the roof in hadn't been shingled. So, um, I was way low, way a bit weekend, weren't very well. Busy Saturday, Sunday I was knackered. It's Monday in the intense heat. I thought, what better day than spend on a roof, uh, laying roof shingles after I'd done all the edging, which knackered me out, and I only got halfway through one side. So that's this weekend, so Saturday before the game, I'll be roofing and finishing it off Sunday. Then I've got to put the floor down. It's going to be probably another, the speed I'm going, about another five, six weeks till I'm finished. So is this an additional shed? or uh, This is another shed, bigger than the enough. shed I've got. You cannot yeah. get enough of the sheds. Yeah. Uh, so is the new shed going to be the new home of the, yes. Uh, yes. the archive? Yes, so the, the archive, and I, I will try and design it um, a bit the better. Bar. Well, no, the bar is actually going to go into the shed I'm in at the moment. So when I vacate this shed, because okay. this shed's nearer the house, so I'm going to the bottom of the garden, this shed will have a bar put in and become like a games room for my teenage son and a bar for the grown-ups. And then... Um, probably a gin bar for the women, to be fair. And then at the back, my aim is to try and make it look museum-y. So when you walk in, it will tell the history of West Ham by what I've got. So that's the aim. Nice. And then I enter it for Shed of the Year. Is there, is, there is, there a shed, is there a shed of the Year? Is there? Yeah, yeah, on Channel 4 every year, Shed uh-huh. of the Year. That oh. George Geezer does it, the Irishman who does George Clark. Yeah, that's him. Uh, yeah, so Shed of the Year, yeah. To be fair, the, the, the ultimate aim would have been to have actually, I can tell people this now because he's quite, and I did actually draw it out and design it and work how much timber I need, but it didn't get past the planning stage, was I was going to rebuild the West End uh, as the front of <laughs> the... Um, to be the front of the shed. So as you look down my garden, you would have seen a replica of the West End. Right, right. Um, with the two turrets. So what, what happened to that then? Uh, well, planning department in my house went, you ain't having that at the bottom of the garden. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, it'd be good, you know, it could look like a bit like a castle and, 
you know, and you can have it and you walk in and I'll have like all, all the stuff and it'll be right proper. And that'll definitely win Shed of the Year then. And she went, no. Sorry, not she. The planning department, department yeah. might <laughs> said <laughs> So we went for the, uh, not pre-built, but the uh, the um, same type of log cabin that I've got now, just slightly bigger. Excellent. Nice. Well, we have actually Sorry. spent nearly five minutes talking about sheds. So, yes, man, your dream We're has on. come true. Thank you. Yes, I do love a shed. <laughs> I do love Believe a it shed. or not, we have uh, a couple of games to talk about in the world of West Ham. Whoop, whoop. Uh, both victories. How often do we say that? Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll start in uh, chronological order. So starting with Watford. Did any of us attend? No. No. Uh, did any of us watch? Yes. Yes. I tried my best. My stream was a bit dodge. So, yeah, I think I've managed to see most of the second half. Uh, well, I have seen it since. So, obviously, we won. Got off off, off to a flyer, early penalty. Uh, Nigel, have you got any specifics you want to mention about the game? Obviously, uh, the new boy got two goals, which was always nice to see. Specifics? Open game. Watford had their chances, which you think, you know... We, uh, I've said before, way, yeah, it, 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 we're going to be quite. We're going to have entertaining games. Mm. I think that's what we're going to have. We're going to have, enter- yes, we like the old way, like the way it used yeah. to be. We'll win some, we'll lose some, and we may draw some, you know. But it will be fun. It was fun watching West Ham Watford, even though they hit the bar. But I think I saw a stat because I rewatched Match of the Day today just to see the stats bit because you know I think Watford had 20 odd shots but only three on target where we had 16 and 10 so Foster pulled off some really good saves the game spun for me with Antonio coming on mm. yeah and I that's agree. when the, the game changed yeah Halla I can see what he said you know I think he was right it was good to hear him say I didn't play that well but I got two goals because actually I didn't think he did play that well no, he didn't but, stand out much you know he's there to score goals and he got two goals and you know hey ho that's the way we like it yeah um, they were obviously quite simple well the first one definitely was a tap in but he had to be there uh, I yeah. thought he did well with his feet for the second goal bit of an overhead kick and you know, I did the old classic thing when we signed him and it's on YouTube and he he does score a couple of those. I've seen a couple well, we where did... he uh, just kind of those little tappings overhead as well. Yeah, he did that weird thing in the first stop though, yeah, didn't he? He had Rude. a go, yeah. yeah. He had a go. Leg over off, it with his, his back. Out, yeah. Like, like yeah. a donkey kick type of... Which he got on target, yeah. so... Uh, it but... was a penalty. Everyone agreed on that? Yeah. Soft, he made a meal of it, but yes. Oh, I think it was more he done him in their face, didn't he? More so than anything. Well, just, I mean, that decor is a bit of a, you know, bit. He throws himself about quite quite a lot, so it's not too surprising to see him do that. But as a Watford fan, you've got to be disappointed that he's decided to do that in the first 30 seconds yes. or whatever it was. Um, was you disappointed was, with Haller there? That. He went through, but then cut back. seemed a bit slow yeah, there yeah. and got caught by the defender. Kept it, so he kept it alive. Tracked back. He did. He did do And well we got a penalty out of it. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like you said, Watford had a lot of chances. Had that Will Hughes missed an absolute sitter. Well, it was miss of the season until I saw Jordan Hugill's miss for QPR. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen I that. Have, have you yeah, seen that? Seen the seen group, yeah. 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 yeah, well, there you go, isn't it? John, well, any specifics yes. for the Watford game? Um, I was impressed with, like you said, that Haller's is, is finished for the second one, the overhead kick. I've read a few things about him since he's joined, and there's a lot of people who know a bit about him surprises with us. So hopefully that it will come to fruition and he is going to be our 20 goals a season, man. Um, I agree with the Antonio bit. He did change the game. We were. It was pretty even. And I think if um, Watford weren't 
sort of suffering the way they seem to be having a slow start, I think we might have sort of drawn or lost that game. Mm. But uh, yeah, I've just all round the result over sort of sort of masks over really some of our frailties, which is pretty much what it's always has been for the while. It's like defending, isn't it? We just we're not very strong defensively, are we? And that's what it boils down to. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem to be consistently picking um, centre backs, and I think that's probably got quite a lot to do with it. Well, I don't know what's going on with his because I always thought his uh, first choice defenders was Diop and Balbuena. So, yeah, but he obviously went Diop and Ogbonna, then played Diop and Al- uh, yeah. Balbuena on Tuesday. So, I think yeah. he just needs to make his mind up. I know Balbuena's, you know, I think was it someone who shall not be named said um, he was dropped because of poor performance, Balbuena. But then, who has performed well? So don't really see the point. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about there, said no. that. But um, I, I, for me, we we, we <laughs> bought Diop in last season. <laughs> He's going to be jumping up and down. Uh, we bought Diop in last season. We've strengthened the attack this season. We ain't the type of club that can strengthen defence, midfield and attack all in one go. It's a work in progress. Perhaps we'll buy better defenders next season. Mm. That's the way I see it. You know, I, I, ain't, yeah. I ain't too concerned. No, no, but it, it does. You know, and it does. It's not. It's not. Like you say it's. It's entertaining. And it's, yeah. It is a bit like it used to be, but it is glaring, glaringly obvious that we're not defensively strong. Yes. And, you know. A lot well, that that Hughes miss would have made it two-one to them. Yeah. And perhaps that was a big let off there. Yeah. But it was good to get. It was win. lovely, and you mentioned uh, Mikel Antonio came on, changed the game. He obviously got his start on Tuesday at Newport, and ten minutes into that game, Hammy. So we're hearing that he might need surgery, but not one hundred percent confirmed. Is that what everyone else has heard? Yeah, uh, yeah, I th- yeah, I might have seen that somewhere. Yeah, I think someone said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that moves us on nicely to Newport. Obviously, the Antonio injury aside, we got uh, a solid win there. I don't think we looked very convincing at any point. Um, maybe set towards the end of the second half when they maybe got tied out a bit, Newport, and we kept the ball a bit and passed it around quite nicely. But I was a little bit concerned watching the first kind of 60, 70 minutes. Did everyone else feel the same? Um no, I don't. wasn't overly concerned. I thought we we looked. It looked like to be holding our own, all right. And it's, it was quite a makeshift team again. Um, I think Wilshire grew into the game. He started off had a pretty poor game. I think Diop had a pretty poor, definitely first half. Yeah, he, he. I mean, it looked like Balbuena was in better form than him. But uh, I wasn't overly concerned, and I say I think Wilshire improved greatly just the game got on his influence was greater and greater so i think the fact there was quite a thrown together team and we i thought we we actually looked pretty comfortable for sections of it 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 was a thrown together team but it was a strong team did it look on paper i guess i mean now when you when you're looking at four nails but four nails hasn't had a, a run yet we don't really see what he can do you know, given the fact that we've been told that he's more highly rated than Haller, well, you know, it's not really sort of coming to light, is it that? You can't really see that in performances so far. But I was more pleased about Wilshire. So in the first half, he, he, he looked, you know, he had some times where he was just passing the ball to no one, wasn't he? So I think, I think that's the biggest positive for me out of that game was to, so obviously the four hours getting a goal Wiltshire. and, and Wilshire's improvement during the game. Thank you very much, John. Nigel, anything to add? Uh, I, I'm not sure about you said you was wide for 60 minutes. Well, maybe it's for the first 30, I think, yes, definitely. If you look, they had two or three uh, golden chances where they got behind us. I mean, Diop got out-muscled by their, 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 their young lad they had up front uh, a couple of times and they... 
you know, a couple of times for me, rather than Roberto making great saves, it seemed to me the defend like the attacker hit Roberto. It went or shot straight at him, made it easy for him. I might be being a bit harsh on Roberto there. Uh, but he doesn't instill confidence in me. And I think at the back, again, against Newport, a League Two side who, who are pretty decent at home, you know, it could have been a banana skin. And it, and it wasn't, to be fair. We did what we had to do. Unfortunately, we lost Antonio. I won't criticise Pellegrini for picking him. No. You know, I want to see a good team out there. I thought he picked a good team. And that was good to see because, you know, we got a bit of strength in depth. So, we, you know, if you look back, we were all at the Wimbledon game last year, weren't we, in the League Cup? And, you know, we got out of jail there. Well, we didn't get out of jail against Newport, I thought, you know, after we'd weathered their initial once, you know, the fitness and their crowd weren't really as intense well, we, as I we, thought. We kept be. them quiet, to be fair, didn't we? Yeah. And I just thought, yeah, Wilshire, good to see him get a run out, do well, score a goal, and start becoming the player that, he obviously has been since the age of 17, which is top he quality. He did struggle, though, didn't he, to begin with? He couldn't pass, yeah. like John said. So. But they were closing him down, you know. Whether he... There's, you know, this closing down is a new thing that's come into the game, brought in by, you know, I think Guardiola and sort of Klopp, where the, the, the attackers are the first defenders. And perhaps in the years previous when Wilshire first come in that wasn't such a tactic and he was perhaps afforded playing for Arsenal more space and more cover and perhaps that this is where you see a different thing to Wilshire take him out of that good, of a good Arsenal team put him in you know a mid-table ordinary team and he becomes an ordinary type player who knows who knows well there's one point about the they said that we had something like Ninety million pounds worth of talent on the bench, didn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a change there, isn't there? Yeah. Normally we have nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and a couple of like guys yeah. really close to retirement. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I thought Zabalat did okay as well. Apparently, it was his four hundredth game in England. Yeah. They said he didn't, he didn't know that either, did he? No, no, he seemed a bit surprised at that. No, I thought, no, I thought he'd done well. He Really? Mm. I, yeah. My, big, my biggest concern out of it all was Diop's performance, really. Because I, I remember him at that Wimbledon game as well. He was really poor in the first half of that, do you remember? Yes. And then he come out the second half, he was a completely different player. And scored. So yeah. does he, Does he? is it a concentration thing? And I was thinking the same, actually. And I was wondering if it was the level of opponent. Yeah. Maybe, you know, it is different playing against the type of players like the other night where they just never give up and they will just keep kicking you at the ankles. More physical. Yeah. I think he needs like a Billy Bonds or an Alvin Martin next to him. He's got Perhaps David Martin next to him. Behind him. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know <laughs> if he's quite as such the same, but I don't know how good, you know, I've never heard of Bonner speak. You know, he's Italian, isn't he? And is, yeah. and Balbuena is you know South American, so they call him the general, don't they? So, well, but is his English good enough to talk to the French Diop, you know, about position and because he's still a young player, so he's still learning the game. He's not the finished article, and you know when the Martin come through, Alvin Martin come through, he had Billy Bonds next to him. You know when Bonds played or you know come into the team as a youngster, Bobby Moore was there. I think Bonds was a right back first, so he had more next to him. You know, mm. it, it helps to have that, and perhaps yeah. that's what he needs. Maybe. Maybe. Perhaps we bring Bonzo back. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, from what I've seen as well, for all the pre-season and stuff, everyone was saying that Roberto was absolutely useless. Yes. And I, 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 thought, I haven't seen him really for the first time. I thought he looked pretty decent. He didn't look terrible to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you said a lot of things were hit at him, but, you know, he didn't spill anything or he didn't... No, he looked pretty assured, but again, you know, he's playing Newport. I mean... Yeah. Well, it yeah. looks like he's going to get a run in this in the League Cup, doesn't it? Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure we'd all take winning the League Cup, wouldn't we? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would. So, yeah, so... Definitely. Hopefully, he is decent. Well, talking of the League Cup, we may as well talk about the draw whilst we're on it. We were drawn away to Oxford... Well, it could have been a lot worse. 
another dangerous trip. They yeah. beat Millwall, didn't they? Is that right? They did, yes, so, on penalties. So, and Millwall were two new up with like five minutes to go. So yeah, it could have been a. It was that it, close it, to it was trying, yeah, trying its it, hardest. It's, it's I work with Millwall supporters now, and a Reading fan, and I was looking. At, at both the results and with like five or ten minutes to go Millwall were two new up and Reading were losing 2-1 so I was thinking alright so at least we can laugh at the Reading fan and then I didn't even see that, that, that Oxford had managed to equalise and beat them on penalties until I went on Twitter after the West Ham game had finished and all the interviews had finished and someone said I can't believe Millwall lost that and I'm thinking they lost it what are you talking about look I couldn't believe it yeah and of course exactly sort of like last year where we lost to Wimbledon in the FA Cup and then Millwall got drawn Wimbledon. Mm. Yeah. It happens again, you know. Just keep trying, doesn't it? Yeah. It's going to happen at some point. I I said to me, Millwall, mate, at work, next season, mate, it's got to happen now. Yeah, it's got to be. We got knocked out. You've got knocked out. Now, next year. Or the FA Cup. Yeah, it could happen, yeah. Anyway, Oxford... That's who are who we are playing. Yeah. What does anyone know much about them? It's a university no. town. It's the stadiums. The Kassam Stadium. That was my next question. Yeah. Has anyone been to the Kassam Stadium, John? I know you haven't. Nigel, oh, have you ever made no. the trip to the Kassam Stadium? No, I did go to the Manor Ground, right. but not the Kassam Stadium. But I believe there's. I've I've not seen it recently. There used to be just three sides. Right, I did behind know that. one of the goals was like a car park. No, and I've seen we could get quite a good allocation there, by all accounts. So, oh, was yeah. it, what's that then? Well, I'm pretty sure I saw someone say something about five thousand. Oh wow! Because I think it holds something like thirteen thousand, fourteen thousand. I think it's it's obviously it's a new stadium that was that was built. I hope um, they'd move up the leagues. Well. Yeah, I don't know when it, what division they were in when it was built. Because obviously, years ago, I, I, rem- I actually attended the League Cup final that they won in 1986. They beat QPR 3-0. See, I knew someone would know something uh, about Oxford. So, yeah, they won the League Cup. Uh, <laughs> Leroy Wozniak was, well, Leroy was uh, on the bench for QPR. Uh, I was in the QPR end with my Tottenham supporting mate. Uh, it was quite funny because <laughs> it all kicked off. There was massive punch up because Chelsea turned up in the QPR end, and <laughs> it all went off proper. <laughs> like me and my mate were like penned in at the back of the old Wembley behind the goal, thinking, "What the bloody hell's going on here?" And the QPR got beat three 0 And Jim Smith was manager of QPR, and he had left Oxford to manage QPR. Jim wow. Smith. Yeah, ex West Ham had, had played uh, played for Oxford that day as well, yeah, and well, John Aldridge. The, the uh, stadium capacity is twelve and a half thousand. All right, yeah. Well, they don't get a big support Oxford now. They didn't back then. You, you know, they used to get about seven, eight thousand back in back in those days, and that was when they were a first division club. Well, it's a very very transient city, isn't it? People coming and going. Yeah, universities. Okay, that's Ox- That's the Carabao Cup done. League Cup done. In the bag. We're going to win it. Through to the We're next gonna round. We're going to win the whole thing. We're going to win it. Yeah. Yep. Next what, what, on the agenda for us is the Supporters Club. Now, I don't know much about this. Nigel, do you know anything about this other than the fact that where the Supporters Club was hosted last year and the year before is not going to be it's home anymore. Yes. It appears that Stower Place is under new management. Uh, they've had a look at what the supporters club was doing and whether they think, well, we'll have a bit of that without you. They have um, not renewed the Saturday rent into the supporters club. So whether Stower is going to keep, is still going to be open, mm. um, just not, you know, to anybody that can walk in rather than supporter club members. I don't know. But obviously the supporters club has been left homeless, much like West Ham has, uh, even though the supporters club still has a home, 
in Castle Street, which is mothballed. And the story is that they may, you know, it may cost too much money to do up to save, so they may have to relinquish it. Um, when you say relinquish it, what? How is it owned? Is well, the thing leased? is, this is it was on a ninety-nine year lease that that's had about fifteen years. That they paid like a peppercorn rent, and when I say peppercorn, it was something like I don't know five hundred quid or a thousand pound a year. That was it. But obviously, there's the upkeep to the building, which the supporters club. So it's ninety-nine year lease with fifteen years in fifteen years gone, or fifteen gone. years remaining. Gone, fifteen gone. years gone. So it's still a seventy odd year lease. I've heard so many stories because we had the fight last year to to stop the rebels snatching it and and getting selling off. You know they own two properties that the steward, the steward of the supporters club got a flat with his job because obviously he wasn't paid a lot of money, so he had a flat. There was another flat in that it was a house converted into two. So that was on Green Street. So that's finally been sold. So they've now got the funds. You know minus any bills. Apparently it's been costing two grand a month in bills to keep Castle Street shut. Now, I don't know how that is. Uh, obviously, they've still got electric there. They've still got other things to maintain the fabric of the building. I don't know. But, you know, me personally, uh, I was all up for saving Castle Street, you know, getting it reopened and trying to encourage. It, it, it's an half hour. It's half hour from... Castle Street to the London Stadium, and it, it, if by hook or by crook you convince people to actually have a drink now before the game and just leave at two o'clock, and then make your way to the game, you know they could have got a crowd. As such, now they're homeless. They're looking for somewhere to go near Stratford. Apparently, Fullman's the fish people. Uh, which is by the new bridge, for those that know, the forms of fish people, the sports club's going to be in there for the Norwich game uh, temporarily. I warn you, it stinks of fish. So if, like me, you don't like fish, don't go near the place because it absolutely you reeks. You don't like fish? Uh, no. No, I don't. Mm. No, you my, not even cockles and mussels, my no, old mucker. No, I don't like cockles, mussels. We have them at every family party. We had like a little barbecue, and I had the game on the on the big screen, uh, in the garden, um, on Saturday because we had friends round, and there was all seafood. But no, I, I had a plate of pie mash. <laughs> Thank you, Saturday. Of course, uh, you did. <laughs> of course, I did. You know, we 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 bought in forty pies. Forty mash and two big bowls of liquor, cut them all up, cockney can of pies, little bit of pie, little bit of mash. The only problem is, is that after you've had one, you think, sod that, I'll have another three. Um, you know, because they do go down when they're cut, up, cut them up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a waste of time with me cutting them up, to be fair. I, I'm not back two and two. I could easily do three and three. In fact, I have done three and three time and time again. Um, and it's my mm. way. <laughs> You're making me hungry, I didn't you? Yeah, no need uh, for boy. But um, okay, so supports club has a temporary so, home. But if you remember, you've got an email. But you know, I'll own up. I didn't renew my membership because I heard this was on the cards, and I, I, I was renewing my membership in the hope that we would keep Castle Street. And you know. It's up I to think the committee. I, I don't think that would work, Castle Street, Nigel. I, I know, I know. You say it's only whatever it is, but you know how easy it was from Stour to the ground and things. I just don't think people would do that. I don't think people would go to Castle Street in their numbers. No, but it- hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You know, the the, the you had the East End Working Man's Club that's gone now. They had the functions there. The supporters club with the history and the connections to the players it has could easily have reproduced that and got the people there and then, you know, put on a bus or a coach or whatever. They obviously did it there at the, the, the um, at, you know, at the East End Working Man's Club. It could have worked there. And they, they could have opened it, they could have used it and made it more of a community thing. You know, there's going to be loads of flats there. They could have opened the bar up. You know, even I said they could have opened the West Ham Museum now downstairs and oh 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 sorry Did you press one button yourself? Yeah. yeah muting oh. myself sorry uh yeah i say my wife yeah anyway yeah i've always like thought museum. yeah they could have a west ham museum in there and then uh, and, a, and a club and open their, their own west ham club shop and on a Saturday before the game, advertise the fact, you know, come back here, see the statue around the corner, have a drink in the bowling or in the bar upstairs, open it up, not just to members. Membership restricts it. If you open it up to the general um, or, or had a free membership thing, so you knew who was going in and out, but people didn't have to pay 20 quid. I think there's a viable thing there as a club because mm. there's nothing there now. And there's still a lot of, you know, there's still a lot of, you know, what I would call locals, you know, I thought the racists still jump on me. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) If there was some way of showing the match as well. Well, there is, you know, at the end of the day, we, we, you know, you could do that as, you know, you'd have to lock the door and don't tell the police to shut the curtains. But Jesus Christ, we used to do lock-ins before. I'm sure, you know, you know, I'm sure it can be done again. Yeah. But alternatively, they need they to do. find a new home. It is cool. Well, they've got to get a permanent, yeah. aren't they? At, at, at the end of the day, they've got to get a permanent home. It so, would be great if the club helped, wouldn't it? Let's face it. This is where I am under the impression that they are. They are trying to help, or they're going to. That they have, they can do what they can do. What we've got to remember is the club have got people they know at DC. The DC controls the land around the island West Ham only control the island there's no room on the island for a supporters club whether now from what I understand all the land around the stadium that's not been built on has been earmarked to be built on already so quite whether I know there's a the new development on the Hackney Wick side that we walk past that's holding yeah, that apparently massive. is going to have like uh, shop units or work units there. So whether the supporters club could get in with the developers and have, you know, an expanded unit there that they could call. But the problem with, you remember, the supporters club was only used match days, realistically. I used to use it at times 20-odd years ago on a non-match day, and it was a ghost town. Yeah, and I'd imagine on a weeknight there was probably five, six people using it because it was a club, you know, a members' club, so it, it didn't have that great usage. You're only going to fall into that same trap if you get a permanent home. In, but then, in, but in you look at that area, that is such a sort of up and coming area, that Hackney Wick oh, area. The, the, 
for me, I would get one of them units, open up a bar there or a restaurant six days of the week, and on yeah. the day West Ham's at home, sorry, members only. Exactly. And, and that and that is what I would do. Therefore, you run it as a bit as a business. You, you, you're investing in a business that gives a supporters club an income as well during Our the week. Owner is a property developer by rights. Well, he is. Yeah. After a pornographer, <laughs> so he 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 should surely. He, well, they well, should. Well, he has. I've, to be fair to him, he did. You know, via intermediaries that we know that the. the they were, you know, he he did say he would help out intercede with his his property portfolio bloke. The problem you got to remember is, he, while he is a property developer, a lot of that land's spoken for, and it's not he's not developing the land. So you have to work hand in hand with the developer, LLDC, who West Ham apparently are now back on friendlier terms, and it needs a bit of forward thinking. Yeah, it does. For me, it's obviously. The lack of information from and the reason I didn't renew my membership as well, I think there was a lack of information coming out from the committee, and it just sunk into me after going through all the crap with the Whistler committee. Uh, you know, uh, it was just, uh, you know, we'd had enough of committees. To be fair, I was all we committed need out. Committee, I think. It was like There's not enough committees in the world of West Ham to talk yeah. about. Talk about the problem with committees. Yeah, you know, it was. And it, that's the, the day, answer, though, isn't it? That is the answer. They're they're building that new development. No, they're building that new development and there's got to be commercial units in there and that's yeah. got to be the well, answer, surely. I hope someone's listening and perhaps can take it and and look it forward because at the moment there seems to be a couple of people on the committee that work really hard and the rest I don't know what to do, I'll be honest. Oh. Right, All it's right. time for this. Yeah. Is that about right? Still can't hear it. Thanks. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it's Facebook with a question time. It's where we ask you, the listeners, to get in touch with us at the podcast on facebook.com forward slash Monjus podcast or on Twitter at more TGA podcast. Nigel, we all know this is your moment yes, to shine so these days. I, yes. I, I just want to say uh, it's been brought to attention by a listener that perhaps uh, my voices that I do, you know, I try to jazz it up, make it a bit different. You know, apparently borderline racist. So if people think it is racist, I, I, I do I do apologise. But just be thankful that no Africans comment. Because <laughs> then we may be in trouble. Oh, right. So anyway, well, I'm just saying, you know, that people want to complain. If you feel like you want to complain, use, you know, email the show, Put your complaint in, and I'll just fucking ignore it. Nick Harvey. Oh, well, sorry, I said uh, no podcast Monday, bank holiday. No podcast Tuesday, Amers were playing. No cost podcast Wednesday, I went down the pub. I don't know what you two did. Uh, but tonight <laughs> we're recording, um, and two wins since Woo! we last met. There we go, Nick Harvey. Evening, gentlemen. Watford, no surprise with Noble back. Uh, no no voice for Nick because I don't know where he comes from to be fair. Uh, we had a com- more composure, retained possession, better than in the opening games. Allah, genuine striker we waited years for. Joy to watch. Yeah, Allah. Yeah, yeah. Great to see Lanzini and Anderson playing so well. Also, Antonio looked dangerous when he came on. Still lacking some composure and organisation at the back that I think we covered. Three points. He's not going to complain. Newport County, job done. Major blow. Losing Antonio as it'll be next season before he recovers, get back to his best on past experience. Question for yous, guys. Is there a place for Wilshire, spoke right, in the starting 11? Brady out. Uh, <laughs> is there, is there a place for Wilshire? He can play at his best. I think he's one of the best players in, or midfielders at least, in the league if he plays as, as good as he can do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I think there is a place for him with with Noble, or, or even mixing him with Noble. I, I see him as a long term replacement for Noble. <laughs> the way Noble's going, he could play for another three or four years. He, he keeps... Actually, none of us actually mentioned how no, he did. Decent he, looked, he did. Yeah, 
considering that was you know his first game of the season. He's always talking on the ball. I watched. I watched a behind the scenes. Well, we're from the same place, aren't we? Yeah. (laughs) I watched it. No comment. Yeah, 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 his wife wish he had a mute button. (laughs) Actually, I have got a mute button on you. Oh, you have. You've got the power. Matty WHU, can someone start a petition to play Cresenar for left back and left wing, please? Love the pod. Nigel, over to you. Thank you very much, Matt. Starting a petition. Uh, yeah. What's oh, his what? name? Did it, didn't he? Oh, we'll start nice a petition. Hey. We'll start a petition. Hang on, hang on. Hey. I can't hear them, sorry. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's better it. late than never. Next one, perhaps. Well, that's what I'll say to the wife, anyway. Uh, next one is uh, Richard Dodds, who says, uh, Nigel, I'm ahead of you in the Super Six, but one swallow does not make some of my friend. Uh, I'll do Super Six updates next week because it's still a bit early yet. Sean's who? Um, uh, someone's never lagging behind. Whoops. I don't know. Uh, someone posted a season barometer. Uh, and I don't know. Uh, Tim Sharman. Uh, Luke's dad. George. Sorry. Thank you. First home game in block 114. Oh, near you boys. Hoping um, someone sorted out the beer and catering and he agrees Varish shite. Or he agrees with me from last week or week four. I said Varish shite. And I'll agree that the catering is shite as well. Yeah. yeah. We'll have a word with, you know, at home to, you know, John now. If the catering's bad at home, you know, <laughs> mate, don't. Don't be bringing it on us. <laughs> yeah? Uh, dear, oh dear. Yeah, Get good. up and do it yourself. That's what yes, I say. Very good. <laughs> Ian Gravitz, a friend of the show. A few people were having a dig at a jetty after oh. Newport result. Didn't get much service, did he? Uh, may I ask why every cross from Creswell was overhit and once again nobody was really on I the end of it? No whip. He didn't have much going for him. And I thought he did all right with what he had. Yeah. At all. He, do, he looked busy enough. Well, I still maintain a jetty is only good for more in a boat. And from what I've seen, that's about all he's good for. Really? Yeah, I didn't see anything that, that made me think, yeah, he'd do anything good. Oh, Chris, Christopher James has given you a steer opportunity. there, Nigel. Oh, a stick. That's a... Uh, oh, yeah. Christopher James. Aussie accent. Well, a bit racist there, Chris, please. But Thanks, gents. G'day, mate. Cobber, as one of your eight listeners, keep up the good work. How many more years does Mark have in him? Aussies, their voice goes higher at the end of the <laughs> sentence. Would you hate to lose that passion of driving midfield? Three or four years. I think you're very good in that answer. Three or four years. (laughs) That would be, it will be missed. Yeah. Hopefully Declan can replace it though. Yeah. Uh, Next up. He'll be gone. Yeah, he'll he'll go, he'll stay three, four years. He could even do a bonzo, go to his 40, but step back and he'll bring the younger kids through. And hopefully stay at the club. Uh, yeah. Tony Clark, a new follower, uh, he of the American West Ham podcast, a rival show, but they're all right. I'll let them. Uh, hiya, <laughs> yo. Oh, Tony comes from uh, America, by the way, people. I'll try and do an American accent, but I'm not really that good at them. And he's from a place called Hershey, which is a chocolate bar in America. There you go. It's like Bourneville <laughs> over here. Uh, <laughs> Had to join, I can't do American, no. hi y'all, had to join, no, I can't do American, Facebook, just to hear Nigel's attempt at my voice, cool dude, I saw on Twitter, a cool question, pick one game you would have to watch on replay, no sleeping, thanks guys, so basically what he said was one game, if you got to watch one game for 24 hours straight, no breaks, no sleeping. Uh, what Tottenham game would you Mill, watch? West Ham 3 at the old White Hart Lane where Ravel Morrison dances through their team. Ooh. John? Um, I think I might I might just take on that um, Vaz Tay winner in the playoff final because it was so up and down we thought we were going to not get there. Nigel? So that sums up being a West Ham fan. Uh, it's maybe a strange one, but 
the FA Cup final in 2006 because I ignored that we drew the game. We just lost a penalty shootout. One of the best West Ham performances I can remember against a really good team. And at that time, they were still the reigning European champions. Put myself through that. Right. So I'll watch it any day. Apart from that, it would be Bradford uh, 4, West Ham 5. Because that game was mad. <laughs> if it was one game I could just sit and watch, it would be that game. Because that it's was games that stick in your mind, don't they? Don't remember that game when um, we against Arsenal when we scored in the last minute and Pardew and Wenger had a little yeah, that's a good game. go at each other on the touchline. Marlon Aylward. That was a good game. Yeah. Only one um, goal though. Yeah. yeah. A bit of You're going to watch again. it over and over again. It's right yeah, at the end no, of the world. Yeah, right. yeah. What you do? I'm just going to put the 93rd minute on. And just keep watching it. Yeah, yeah it's just games that stick in your mind. Six times it? an hour. Times that by 24. That's 24 times six. I'm stalling I'm as I try and work it out, but that's uh, that's a lot of times. Right, Mark Marisovic Sorgo. What does he say? It's Mark? a lot. Uh, well, I thought he was East European, but yank. Uh, glad that the boys have won three points away from home. Having seen both the Watford and Newport games, he's worried about the defences we've picked up on earlier and the number of chances we're giving away. It's a shame that Antonio pulled a hamstring. It clearly makes a difference to our strike force when he's on the pitch. Thanks. Keep up the good work, Dodsey, he says. Uh, Dodsey, or Dogsey, as, as sometimes he gets called to his annoyance, apparently. So, Richard Dogs. Uh, Wolf uh, from Yeovil. He talk. He does actually. I have heard Dodsey talk, and he does really talk like that. Uh, hello, my handsome, because he says Kiora, my handsomes from Yeovil land. It be Dodsey here. Uh, he, he's not in the Wurzels either, and I don't know if he's got coined by Narvista, but he will give me the key. I thought the banter at Newport between the two sets of West Ham fans, divided by the corner flag, was top draw and very funny. No. Did he come across on the television night? No. No. Uh, no, it didn't, did it? No. I also think we start realising how different this season is already. As I see in here, too many people moaning every player during the game or Pellegrini decision afterwards. In seasons before, we would have lost to Brighton and probably Watford and be out the cup by now. Also, having said that, Nigel, would you agree now made Marion or Scrappy-Doo to his friends? Uh, has had his photo taken, which Marion did had his photo taken with all the players at Newport and chatted with them. They will be depressed and we will probably lose on Saturday. He had a big T-shirt on with an X. Very strange. Marion X. Brothers Malcolm. As there is not enough time for therapy. Uh, the sea made Marion shoes. Blue suede polka dots. Very strange. Also, shout out for another good podcast. I'll change now. Cast Pennant does a chat with Gary Oles, uh, sorry, Gary Fermijar, the old uh, uh, editor of Oles. Very good uh, to listen to in here, Gary. So if you like your podcast, check out Cass Pennant, a casual chat with Gary Fermijar. Uh, it was a good lesson. Uh, Marion then had a go back at him and say, oh boy, oh, anyone would think you were jealous. And uh, Dodsey just laughed at him. Uh, then we've got someone commenting. I don't know who he is. I'm not reading that out. Oh, we're back to Marion. Controversial here, but here goes. Marion, by the way, went back home to Wales to watch Newport. Uh, luckily, he could get in anyway in because they thought he was at home, but he wasn't. After Sean's revelation last time regarding very few away tickets, Boyo, going to priority points, is it time, Boyos, to scrap the away season ticket? This will mean next season... Current boyos on the away ticket holders will have maximum point, but will have to apply through the points windows. Also, boyos, as the club loves the ten percent, should this be for personal callers? Boyos, I don't know what that means. This will mean everyone bar bond holders will have to work to get away tickets. Wacky da. So that was Mary in there. What do you think of that scrapping your away season ticket? No. I no. agree. No, I think, you know, if you, well, you um, want to commit to it. I think the old Maid Marion now is an away season ticket. So it seems that 
I get it. This season, I don't know if you noticed, we've the away points now. So the first game was uh, Brighton away. So, uh, which, you know, got a ticket for. But they started that at 20, I think it was 24 points. So you had to have 24 points to get first dibs. Well, the only way to have had 24 points would have been to have been to every away game, cups and all, and the home cup games that you got a point. So the only people that had done that well, surely would have been the away season ticket holders. So it seemed a bit silly on starting it such a high, but I've noticed that's what they're doing now. So Aston Villa, I've got 16 points. Aston Villa went on sale last week. I can't buy till tomorrow morning. I've had to wait a week, but they're still on sale or they've not sold out. They've not announced they've sold out because I checked today. So it, it seems a bit silly that they've, they've had a week of away tickets on sale. We're only down to 16 points holders tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. So I, I get what he's saying. Next season, scrap the away season tickets. All the away season ticket holders will start on 20-odd points anyway, so get first dibs. But then what it means is, if they're not going, hopefully they won't buy a ticket. But we know that that don't work like that, don't we, George? <coughs> anyway, uh, perhaps next up is our friend from Cyprus, Brinda Kakakakakis. Hello, Matty Pips. Hey, hey, the two wins. Oxford in the cup next. Will this be a banana skin for us? Hala is a really exciting deal. What's news on Antonio? He's injured for a long time, we think. I think he makes more of a difference when he comes on. Shame he's injured. I am loving the show. So there you go. That was blend all the way from Cyprus, uh, the Woodford bit. Uh, next up, Mike Colston. What do the lads think of dropping of the United on the club's Twitter and Instagram handle? I hadn't noticed it. You noticed that, George? George? Gone with dinner. Oh, I'll carry on. George's gone with dinner. Any chance the Baroness is going to attempt to rebrand the West Ham London again? If so, let's hope we all tell it the fuck right off. Well, Well, I haven't. It's already everywhere, isn't it? But I've not noticed it's all changed on the media. Yeah. Um, yes. I had noticed yes. that. I didn't realise. Yeah, I did. Because I, I searched, tried to search really? for West Ham United and it didn't come up. And I got rid of the United bit and it's changed to at West Ham on Twitter. Um, I, I mean, probably would make sense if they're going to try and rebrand that they've done that. But I don't know. Wait and see. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, uh, next up. Oh, no, I can't read that one out. Dan Perry added, <clears throat> get a ticket for Watford, but he didn't go. Um, and then lastly, David Baker, a uh, friend of the show, I will had Dave, all right, mate. Based on some comments to me on Twitter, because Dave does get a bit of stick, chairman of the SAB, well, it's not the SAB, what was it called? SOAB or SAAB. Oh, yes, yeah, the OSAB, whatever. It's the SAB. Mark, Mark five. <laughs> yeah, it's well past Mark two, believe me. Uh, based on some comments to me on Twitter previously and again today, uh, why do some football fans try and link it to politics? The two should not mix. Football and West Ham bonds us together. Politics is a different matter entirely and we should respect completely other fans' agree. views on it. Opinions. You know, I'm guessing... Completely agree. John, you've been saying that for years, haven't yes. you? Yes. Oh, yeah, just the two things are not connected. Football is it's just football is football, and politics has nothing to do with it. My uh, yeah, there, there is the politics of football, though, that I, I was very much into. The fact that I was on the SAB years obviously showed that, and the politics of football at West Ham. And I, and I do get it that just because he's on the, the, the SAB, it seems to be fashionable now that everybody on the SAB is a club stooge. Well, you know, that's not the case. You know, yeah, but one, it, possibly. But, but politics, you know. politics of politics <laughs> of football is, is club-related and fan-related to their individual clubs mostly. And then you get the old Premier League interference or the, the changing of kickoff times, the money and all that. But actual politics, as in 
supporting either a, a political party and trying to run their political party's line through your supporters clubs and things are just I think that's completely wrong. Yeah, it, I mean the, the mad thing is when I, I, I was in Hughes View, which was about when I first got to know you boys. You, you knew me. I was in Hughes View campaigning um, for a fans vote on the move, predominantly against it. A lot of the people there would be would openly admit to being left wing. Yeah, some of the best friends I've got at West Ham, and that's it. You know, and nobody could ever accuse me of being left wing. So, you know, you have to set that aside. You have to respect other people's views, you know. That's what not, David's saying, though, you know. It? But a football is what should bring us all together. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think he gets a lot of stick uh, for being chairman and the SAB, uh, and you know, I mm. think it's a shame because that's caused by the club, not by the members of it, and the, and the way the club have set it up. But also, then, the way they deal know, with things, they they override things and just push things out yeah. there without any communication to them. And... Anyway, yeah. the question. Uh, <clears throat> well but that's done, it Nigel. for Facebook. There was apparently there was 21 comments, but a few I couldn't read out. So, uh, just a quick last one bad, from yeah. us. Um, my sisters, John's daughters, are running a muddy run uh, on behalf of Cancer Research this weekend. So we're going to pop our uh, their crowdfunding um, what do you call it? donation page on the Facebook group. So if you fancy chipping in, please feel free. Thank you very much in advance. Um, that only leaves us Norwich to predict. I'm going to go for a 2-0 victory. Three wins on the bounce. Nigel? Uh, having seen Norwich, I'm worried. I, I'll, I'll go for a score John? draw. 2-0. I think they look pretty decent, but I think we will win 2 1. So, hmm. Well, I think they, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. they did because they've got a good goal scorer. Close, haven't they? That's it from Wanderers Podcast. Yeah. Go, on. Go on. Quickly, George, one thing for you, I just wanted to say last week. I, I, I put out about a young boy that wasn't well and collecting pin badges. Uh, and I, I actually put gave out the address of where you could send the badges, which was for the NAS Farrakh, uh Care of 77 Number Avenue, Southwark, and the Essex RM155JW. It's not where I live, people. It's NAS Farrakh. Just point that out. Uh, and I'd like to thank the people from more than just a podcast that did send badges in because it's good to hear... Uh, you know, when my wife said that she had received in the post badges and someone had dropped a badge off and said they'd heard about it on more just a podcast yeah, shows, yeah. you know, what great people you are. So thanks for that. Get behind the Bucci girls on their run, you know, stick a few shekels in the pot and, um, and I'm we'll sure do. you can let us know nice how they one. got on next week. We'll uh, thanks do. for listening to more just podcast. I have been George. John has been... Oh, happy to have you back, John. Happy to be back. And Shedman Nigel has been... Welcome back, John. <laughs> Stooge. Thanks for listening. Come on, you irons. Bye. You're going to have to tell me when this ends. Can't hear it again. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I'll sing along. More than just a podcast. Uh, 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 uh. More than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.